0: It's the Colleen and Bradley show on my mytalk uh streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. And Bradley, did you even, did you see it? No, Saturday I don't Night live. watch
1: Saturday Night Live. I know, but like, not <laughs> Unless even Unless there's like, something awesome that I need to watch a video of after the fact. You
0: don't even like quarterback, like on, you know, Monday, go back and... Oh yeah,
1: like I said, if there's something awesome that, that was on, I'll go back and about. watch it. But Taylor Swift, I mean, sh- I'm excited for her, but... Yeah. Okay,
0: did... I'm outraged because I wanted to see the new Taylor Swift. Well, didn't
1: she, didn't she do her new music?
0: Yeah, she did her new music.
1: Okay. Then what's wrong?
0: It was the old Taylor Swift. What do you mean? Okay, so when Reputation, when she first did Look What You Made Me Do, remember? Like, she was out of... Look
1: What You Made Me Do. She was
0: out of the media. Like, she wasn't out, you know, gallivanting around anymore, carrying her cat in her purse. Like, Mm -hmm. remember, we had even this whole conversation about um, that maybe one of her bodyguards was sneaking her in and out in a gigantic box. Remember that? Because she wasn't going to be seen. Well... So I foolishly thought, okay, she's doing like a whole image makeover. When she put out Look What You Made Me Do, she didn't go out and do press immediately for it. She just released the song and that was it. And that, and and it was so bad badass. I thought like, okay, we're going to get like a tatted up punk. (laughs)
1: Like She's going to shave her head and like um, spit into the audience. Maybe.
0: I don't know what. I thought that she was going to come back and be... I'm
1: angry, Taylor Swift. That's what I wanted. I'm here to take back my name.
0: I wanted like Doc Martin boot-wearing tattooed goth eye makeup no what I got was
1: Taylor Swift I mean did you really think you were getting anything other than Taylor Swift Oh, come on
0: yes I did and I'm angry because listen does this sound like
1: can you hear my eyes right now
0: I don't have to hear them I can see them (laughs) this is what one of her new singles sounds like it's called call it what you want okay Okay. right tell me if this sounds like new Taylor Swift to you okay Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All the liars are calling me one. Nobody's heard from me for months. I'm doing better than I ever was. Cause my baby's like a daydream. <laughs> it's like every other Taylor down. Swift I mean, song, right? literally. <coughs> Thank you. That is literally Taylor Swift with her guitar at a party in your living room while you're all like just sitting on pillows and drinking white wine and slowly nodding it's the same it's the same and she's playing the guitar okay she also did ready for it
1: that's a new song ready you for you know it.
0: you know that one you've heard it before you have that you know that one here listen here's what it sounded like and then i'm going to tell you what new new taylor swift did with this song okay I like this song. I do too. We do, baby. Yeah, see? In the middle of the night, in my dreams.
1: I like this. Yeah. But so what's wrong with this?
0: Yeah, the song's good. Hold on. Are you ready for it? So, what do you think you're going to get? Like, new Taylor Swift is going to come on stage and she's going to sing Ready for It. And it's kind of like a there's like a there's an edge to it. Like, you're like, oh, yeah. What do you see in your in your mind? What do you see?
1: Uh, leather, no pants, fishnet stockings, ripped fishnet stockings, uh, some must hair.
0: Yeah, you're right on actually. That's exactly what she looks like. Oh, my
1: God. Really?
0: Yes. Oh. Uh. And she kind of reanified it, like she was trying to do Rihanna. Was she but the,
1: like kind of the stage?
0: Here's the problem with all of that. What? First of all, it was very subtle. Like it wasn't all the way bad girl. It was like it. W- it looked like, mm. um, the cheerleader in high school who always wears her hair up in a high ponytail with a little bow and you know she's got her keds on and she's yeah. got her cute little outfit and the one day she decides like to be emo so she comes to school wearing combat boots and like a lot of eyeliner and everybody looks at okay. her and is like that's okay. that doesn't fit that's what Taylor Swift was Colleen. she can't you can't take the Taylor Swift out of her she's still doing her like weird side glances she's not hard I get you Taylor Swift you're just playing a part and you're not even doing it really well and now I'm just mad because I wanted new Taylor Swift I wanted Taylor Swift who went who like went away for a little while got in touch with her rage and her anger and came back and was like a mean girl mad that's what I wanted but I got Taylor Swift dressed up in a Halloween costume with her eyes doing the thing with the you know the like cute eye thing she it's not it's not even I'm angry I'm outraged and I'm mad Colleen what
1: are you done spazzing uh
0: are you done spazzing Mm, sure, I'll be done for okay,
1: now. Okay, I'm gonna I've, I'm gonna cure you of of uh, whatever this is that's ailing you. But I don't understand where you ever got the idea that she was legitimately going to be anything other than what she is, which is, you know, a pop star trying to sell millions of dollars in record sales. So she wasn't. Did you really think she's not Miley Cyrus? Like Miley Cyrus went all in. See, that's
0: what I thought it was going to be. I Taylor thought I was going to get Taylor Swift could Ta- never
1: do that because oh. Taylor Swift again is a machine. She is an entity. She is not an individual. She Mm -hmm. is not an actual person in charge of her career. I'm sure she sat in a room with a bunch of creative advisors who said, yeah, let's turn you into like the naughty Taylor and you're going to wear leather and fishnet stockings and we're going to be angry. And then it was like, you know, Taylor trying to be angry and we're all like, okay, she's so angry. Mad Taylor. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, like we're actually angry.
0: I'm legitimately angry. Oh, what's this?
1: I don't know. I just felt like you needed to sort of let it go. And I know a very specific way to do that.
0: Yeah. I'm actually, actually, this does calm me. Right. This is like, See? I told for the soul. You. yeah.
1: Now, while you're listening to this, I want you to know that mm-hmm. you can take out your rage on her personally. here in the Twin Cities on September 1st, 2018 at US Bank Stadium. Like, she's going to be here. Oh, I know. So you can take up your beef with the new Taylor Swift on September 1st, okay?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, actually. I'm gonna, because I'll be there.
1: In the meantime, can you do me a favor? Take a deep breath and just let it out. Here we go. I'm gonna.
0: It takes a little while.
1: got to. Let me just let you know that she's going to be at U.S. Bank Stadium.
0: Tickets go on sale, in a, I think, in December.
1: And uh,
0: you can talk to
1: her then. It's all good. we we'll maybe have her on the show.
0: Yeah, right? All right, just Here we sing we go. it with me. All right, fine, 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 fine. Back,
1: feel
0: better. I do feel better. Okay, okay. you're
1: welcome. When My we come back, we're
0: now. gonna make another stop on Perv Corner. So, uh, sorry about that. What? Yeah, we've got more uh celebrities <sighs> accused of sexual harassment and assault, etc. Keep we'll,
1: the toto in your back pocket.
0: We'll talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. One of the biggest stories of this year is all about sexual harassment. Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And today, entertainment includes more celebrities. Oh. Oh,
1: man, it's so gross. It is gross. <sighs> but add to the list of uh, people being accused of sexual harassment or assault or just really inappropriate behavior. Uh, George Takei. And uh, that's actor, uh, Twitter guru, George Takei, has now come into focus in this particular conversation. And, Colleen, it it turns out a model by the name of Scott Brunton, he did an interview with uh, The Hollywood Reporter on Friday. And he accused the Star Trek actor, George Takei, of sexual assault. Now, allegedly, this took place at George Takei's condo back in 1981 Mm -hmm. now in response uh to this particular assault and we can talk about it in a moment but in response um george takei has said that he's bewildered at the accusations and that they quote simply did not occur um in fact his latest response was i'm writing to respond to the accusation and he did this on twitter of course made by scott r bruton Brunton is it Brunton Mm -hmm. I thought it was Brunton but he misspelled it I want to assure you all that I am as shocked and bewildered at these claims as you must feel reading them the events he describes back in the 80s simply did not occur and I don't know why he's claimed them now I've racked my brain to ask if I remember him and I cannot say I do Uh, right now it is a he said he said situation over alleged events nearly 40 years ago but those that know me understand that non-consensual acts are antithetical to my values and practices. So you have the allegations Mm -hmm. and you have him denying the allegations. Mm -hmm. Now that has created a lot of, as you can imagine, conversation.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: On the internet. Yeah. Because, you know, George Takei is one of those people who you probably didn't think would be on this list. However, his response
0: Sounds exactly like Kevin Spacey's I was, first response. Thank
1: you. I was yes. gonna. Well, minus the whole like throwing your gay card under the right, bus. Right. 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 uh But what well, I will he'd already, say,
0: he'd already. That was already out there. So George Takei couldn't. Is what I'm saying. Yes,
1: but to your point, mm-hmm. um, you know what George Takei has said. <sighs> It has been criticized when other people do it, right? Right. So um, other people have said, like, you know, stop trying to deny somebody. They're telling, you know, their story, blah, blah, blah. Um, That's where we're at right now is that we have allegations. One person says uh, that they're shocked and don't believe them. The other person says they most certainly happened. And again, it is a he said, he said, just Mm -hmm. like there are a lot of he said, she said. Mm -hmm. But if we've learned anything over the last few weeks, Colleen, I think it's safe to say that if there is indeed an issue here that needs to be addressed in 2017. Yeah. It will become apparent when other people speak out. Right. To either corroborate this particular individual's experience or. Other people to make similar experiences, right? Or uh, excuse me, similar allegations. Allegations,
0: exactly. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I got a call earlier in the show. I'll just go ahead and be transparent about this. Um, at the top of the show, when we were doing the three at twelve oh three, we play three pieces of audio uh, that that you know that are kind of of the moment in the day, and then we react to them. And we played some audio about this, about Jer- George Takei now kind of added to the growing list of actors who are being accused of sexual assault um, or sexual harassment. And this caller said, you know, what about all these? What about all the people who are just, you know, putting out the accusations to get money or attention and, um, you know, and what that does to a person if they're innocent? Well, this is what makes this all so tricky, is that you When somebody alleges that something happened to them, just because you like the actor or actress that is being accused of this thing or just because you like the person who is being who's being accused, it doesn't mean that you can make a decision about whether or not the person's experience is valid or not. Yeah. Right. And I understand that. I understand that what this person was saying was, you know, now what if George Takei or somebody didn't do this and now he's sort of marked with this? Well, yes, I, I understand that. But, but you can't, we can't just all decide to litigate without knowing anything.
1: I, th- I feel like people conflate who's right and who's wrong. Conflate this whole thing, and they make this far more about their own issues than it really needs to be. Somebody has accused somebody of doing something. Everybody's innocent until proven guilty.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To pay special attention to those who are accusing others of doing these types of behavior. Mm-hmm. And those people feel comfortable coming forward in a way that they never have before. And as viewers and participants in this society, like... Just because you listen to someone give their account doesn't mean you are saying that, you know, uh, George Takei should be arrested. Kevin Spacey should be arrested. You may think he or she should be. Um, But it does, I think, affect the way um, you appreciate that person's work mm-hmm. that, uh, people who have work to do with George Takei and Kevin Spacey and all of those people are going to now make decisions based on, you know, uh, these allegations. And if there is actual criminal behavior that those criminal behaviors are, uh, acted upon followed up with, if all it ends up being, and I shouldn't say all, but if what we end up in the case that we're talking about right now with George Takei is that somebody tells a story about something that happened and that is, again, I don't mean anything by saying and that's all, but if that's the only story that comes out, then it's up to people to make that judgment if they need to. Mm -hmm. Like if if that means you've decided you're not going to watch Star Trek or that means you're not going to do a project with him... That's fine, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I just feel like everybody's like, "No, you said this, and this person over here did this, and I gotta do this, and we have to."
0: Yeah, let's all just take a deep breath and and allow things to to sort of play out. Sorry, the we way didn't even that get going to the to. whole
1: perv corner, man. Oh man, there's more. There's
0: still more pervies. Well, we'll get to them eventually. We'll address them eventually. Right. Lord, and Lady, douchebag, coming up next. Yeah. My top. To be sold. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 107.1. We are streaming live at mytalk 1071com and we are doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And these are your D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um... I'm going to have you go first, Colleen, oh, because I just looked to that. at my story. That's not my story. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where that came from. Somebody stole my D-bag. Okay.
0: Well, uh, <gasps> you know what? Put an APB out for oh,
1: that. Oh, who does that?
0: Okay. So, I am really steamed about this. Yeah. Kim Kardashian had a baby shower for herself. Okay. Okay. Where do I, where do I begin?
1: Um, Kim Kardashian had a baby shower for herself. I'm assuming because, A, she's got more than one kid, and you generally just do the first so time But Just the you, first one? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's number one. Okay? It's okay? okay. so her third child, and she had a baby shower. Number two, you don't throw a baby shower for yourself. Um.
1: Okay, because I don't know how this works, don't you? Who does? Never.
0: Somebody else, <laughs> somebody else offers
1: like anybody no, or yeah, is it like, usually okay, like so your, your mom or mm-hmm, what?
0: Hold on. Let me just get my etiquette Um, because I don't know if you know this, Bradley, yeah. I was raised by a woman who knew her etiquette and, um, and so we did a lot of etiquette studying at my house. Okay. You don't throw yourself a baby shower or any kind of shower. Yeah. Somebody else throws it for you. And traditionally, it's not even anybody in your immediate family who would do it. Oh, really? So yes. Um, So typically, I think, or at least in the case of a a wedding, I think your family can be involved with the planning of it, but they are not the host traditionally of the wedding or baby shower. So usually it is When somebody comes to you, like a friend would come to you and go, we'd love to have a baby shower for you, a group of friends or your work. And you can have as many showers as people who want to throw it for you, but you don't throw it for yourself. You don't go, I'm going to have a baby shower for myself. You certainly don't do that. Ever, But you really don't do it with a third baby. Nobody should be offering to do a baby shower for do a you third think, baby.
1: So then my question is, what is the impetus for doing this on the part of Kim Carmelian?
0: I don't know because she's an attention whore. Because honestly, oh. the purpose. OK, so let's go like wind it all the way back. What's the purpose of a baby shower? I Ross. ask you. To give a new, it's certainly parent, not to play that
1: dumb game where you have to guess what candy bars in the diaper. Oh, you're gonna
0: have to. I'm sorry about oh, that. I God, hate that, but I it's true. I Hate it. Baby Can shower baby games world? are a thing. the the purpose of a baby shower or a wedding shower for that matter is to, it's it's a way to celebrate a transition into life into a different type of life, right? So, like if it's uh, if it's a wedding shower, you're celebrating the transition from going to single to being a couple. Oh, sure. And it's a means by which the people who are surrounding the, f- the people who are being honored can give them things to start that new life together yeah. and same with a baby stuff. shower. Right. So it's like, we're going to celebrate that you're having a baby and I mean, we're going to get stuff. you all the things that you need to get in order to have a baby. Yeah. Right. Free stuff, free stuff. It's real. That's what it is. It's so kind of a gift free grab. stuff. Or she just wants attention because it's not like she's getting stuff. Oh, I'm sure she's getting, but see, here's here's the
1: thing. Okay, so you got to think like Kim Kardashian, and here's the thing. So the thing that she's doing gets attention, right? So she doesn't really expect that, like, um... You know, like her mom's going to show up and give her a Keurig, right? Uh, she doesn't think that, you know, her best friend uh, Beverly is going to come over yeah, with Bev. like a, Bev is going to bring some coasters. You know, those oh, look at those yeah. marble coasters. Yeah. I got these out of a repurposed uh, dump. Where they take trash and turn it into treasure. Yeah,
0: it's not happening. That's
1: not what she's doing. But when she does her baby shower, it gets lots of media attention, blah, blah, blah. And then what happens? Oh, here's what happens. Oh, Gucci is like, oh, she's having a baby. Let's give her some stuff Mm -hmm. so that she can tweet photos of her Gucci baby diaper bag. And then uh, she gets more high-end free stuff. So I think that's what it really is.
0: I'm. It's. I don't care.
1: I bet you Gucci, Chanel, Dior, um, Karl Lagerfeld. I. I. I, th- I think everybody's. I think she's just. She just wants free stuff.
0: Yeah. So essentially, she threw herself a baby shower to get free stuff, yeah. and maybe not from the people she yeah. invited, but from.
1: What a dastardly individual she is! I,
0: I'm sorry. It is. That's that's d baggy. Yeah.
1: No. She's a d bag. I am not surprised. Thank you. What do you got? I am not sending her a gift, by the way. Nor should you. Um, Do you know a woman by the name of Kirstie Alley?
0: I used to, but she blocked me on Twitter. Ditto. Okay. Mm.
1: Uh, Still one of my proudest moments on Twitter. Kirstie Alley, headline. Kirstie Alley cautions against believing sexual assault allegations. No. Kirstie Alley... Cautions against believing sexual assault allegations and, quote, being part of the mob. Now, I don't think she means like a criminal crime syndicate. I think she means like uh, humanity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you like to know what she said recently on Twitter that we couldn't read because we are blocked from her?
0: Um. My personal answer is no, but for the purposes of the world, yes.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) Quote, I'm an advocate of courts of law for criminal matters. Also, innocent until proven guilty is a fairly sane concept that I'm pretty sure each of us would like to be afforded. Rumors cause witch hunts. Seems okay to be part of the mob until you become the next witch. We live in in the wild, wild west.
0: Where do I, where do I begin? First of all, stop shaming me, Kirstie Alley. I'll, I also, she didn't shame me because I can't read it. Yeah. So that's no, fine.
1: She, um she's, she's shaming all of us. But
0: this, okay, this, just the tone of this. I'm sorry. Innocent until proven guilty is a fairly sane concept.
1: That means we're all insane.
0: Exactly.
1: Because she thinks,
0: see, that's the thing. I
1: don't understand how people, do you know, there are people like this. I'm sorry if you need to finish your words, finish your words and then I'll,
0: no, I just, I just sounded assy is all. Go okay. on.
1: Um, yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Assy. Mm-hmm. But do you ever notice how people in a moment like this, like, like Kirstie Alley needs to point out what our legal system allows.
0: Yeah, thank you, Kirstie Alley, for pointing that out. I didn't learn it in can, third grade civics. Can I ask you a question?
1: Mm-hmm. Who is advocating? Um, what would be termed in the business an extrajudicial ju- act? What I mean by I'm, that
0: like, is, I'm lost.
1: What I mean by that is, is there anybody I'm sure there are idiots out there, but are there any sane, to use her word, rational people out there going burn them?
0: No. Take Riot.
1: everything they have. Kick them in the face. <laughs> like, we all understand how the courts work, and if there are criminal measures that or if there are uh, criminal charges that can be brought against these people, you know, in the case of Harvey Weinstein, for example, there are legal jurisdictions right. that are looking at charges against him. Same with Kevin Spacey. Right. Like nobody is saying those aren't working. Right. It's just that like what most of us are saying at this moment is I am so glad that people are being listened to and being taken seriously. It's right. not saying that this is the jury and judge, the be all and end all, That this is all we say and then we move on. You know, like nobody's advocating for that. Why does she feel the need to come out and say this?
0: Yeah. And that. well, and I think that what also what's particularly frustrating um, is that for many of us, as we've watched this unfold, one of the pieces of frustration has been that our law system is not necessarily perfect in the sense that um, there is a statute of limitations, which means that that some of the people who committed these acts who have been accused by multiple people, who have come forward with their stories, those can't be litigated in court. Those people will not be held yeah, criminally think of Bill Cosby, for example. Yes. Think of the
1: scores, literally scores of women who will never have their day in court.
0: Yeah. So it is one thing to say, yes, our justice system will, you know, innocent until proven guilty, yada, 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 yes. I get it like I said I I went I was in my civics classes I did my government classes I learned about all of that yes I understand that still though there are people like Anthony Rapp for example Mm -hmm. he was 14 when it occurred
1: like I want, I want to ask those people: Should it's he have not long. spoken out? Right, because there's nothing legally well, that can be done. You
0: missed your window, buddy. And then, if sorry, deal with that. I want to ask Percy
1: yeah. Alley: If somebody raped you when you were 14 years old or sexually assaulted you or tried to when you were 14 years old, should you not be allowed to talk? And then, should we not be allowed to make judgments on that?
0: And should we not hear only because you, the hear statute of limitations yeah. is done? So that's what that's what's frustrating me about this conversation is that. There's, you know, a lot of people were a, a lot of people are talking. A lot of us are getting our, our voices out there. Right. And everybody has this notion that once we've made up our mind as a collective consciousness, then that is the absolute. But the truth is you can hold somebody's accusations and somebody's denial of the accusations in the same space. Yeah. You really can. Yeah, It is possible. You don't have to. I do not have to go, While well, I believe so-and-so. I don't have to do that. All I have to do is hear person A say person B did this to me and hear person B say whatever they have to say. And I don't have to make a judgment. I can just hear people.
1: Yeah. You're absolutely right. You don't, like, you're not required to make a movement. Some people will. Some people will say, I'm never going to watch this, or I'm never going to do this. And they're allowed
0: to. And And they can. It's America. It's a free It is America.
1: But I just think Kirstie Alley is a garbage person.
0: She is a garbage person. And we will continue to reflect on her garbageness (laughs) uh, from hither to forward. When we come back, bad news for women.
1: Well, Well, I mean... Now, yeah, well, different list.
0: different bad news for women. Bradley's going to tell you um, why CPR might not work. <laughs> uh, yep. That's <laughs> not funny.
1: It kind of is.
0: All right. Well, we'll talk about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. Dr. Phil is number one. Yo, if I'm yeah. stressing you, that blessing is sent from heaven. These days start to feel like hours and hours. All right, ladies, like uh, CPR just might not work on you. And Bradley's going to give I us the you. science behind that on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live at mytalk1071.com, and we're doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, and that guy is Bradley Trainer.
1: Hi, ladies. Turns out uh, you'll probably die if you need CPR. Oh, my
0: gosh. Really? Oh, wait, hold on. Go ahead. Why?
1: Because...
0: Boobies, boobies,
1: boobies. Nothing but boobies. And...
0: True. Mm -hmm. So it's my... My boobs? Boobies, boobies, boobies.
1: Yep. Uh, It turns out there's a a study you might want to pay attention to, ladies. Women are less likely to receive CPR, quote because people are reluctant to touch their breasts.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, That is so not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say that CPR won't work. Because your boobs are in the way? Yes. No, it turns out. Am I weird? That's what I thought you were going to tell me. It was like, you know, you couldn't get the compressions. The compressions. The compressions. (laughs) Exactly. No, it turns out that
1: 39% of women suffering a heart attack in public were given CPR as opposed to uh, over 45% of men. Now, when you're in the home and surrounded by loved ones, there is no disparity in your gender as to who is more likely to get cpr but in public women are less likely to be given cpr and it turns out this new study suggests that the main cause is a bystander's fear uh, of touching your breasts
0: This is so interesting.
1: I mean, uh, in the current context of where we are in the world, it is hard for me to believe that men have a hard time ever wanting to touch your breasts.
0: Right. Now, this
1: was uh, discussed Sunday at an American Heart Association conference in California. Um, The person giving the speech said, this is not a time to be squeamish because it is a life and death situation. Yes. Yeah.
0: I mean, seriously, put your hormones down for a hot second and save a life.
1: Well, they say, though, that That should be their tagline, by the way, touch some boobs, save Save a a life. life. Yeah. Except the problem is like, I thought you needed CPR. I was standing and breathing normally.
0: Okay, no.
1: Right. Um, But they do. Don't
0: let one or two people ruin it for everybody. You know what I'm saying?
1: What do you mean one or
0: two people? I'm just saying like, like, don't let, no, I'm saying don't let those people (laughs) who are like, I can't, I just save a life. That's all.
1: So um, I'm troubled by this. Here's some practical information. The, The thing that I found particularly interesting was that they say they need to improve CPR training specifically with men and women, meaning men need to have better training providing compression on female dummies. Okay. And I don't mean you. I, mean, I
0: volunteer.
1: <laughs> I mean Thank on mannequins. People. In fact, the woman that gave this talk was like, they don't call them womanikins, right? It's they call true. them mannequins. True. So give them some big busted womanikins and make the men do the thing without, you know, I will say like, I would find it very, I, I've never been called on. Knock on wood mm-hmm. to provide CPR. All I know is that staying alive thing.
0: Yeah, compressions need to go at Stayin the staying alive. Yep when uh, you're uh, when you're giving uh, CPR, uh. you sing the song and you do the compressions to the song because that apparently is the right rhythm.
1: Yeah. Um, but I have never been called on to do it, but I, I could imagine that that would be a very real concern. If you see a strange woman on the street and you don't know, but you think she needs, you know, CPR, that could be a life-saving opportunity. But if you're thinking in the back of your head, this woman's going to sue me for touching her boobs. I'm not saying a lot of men are going to make that in-the-moment judgment, but apparently, according to science, there is a num- there are a number of men who do make that uh, that Assumption? That, deci- that decision.
0: I feel like that, you know, listen, if you think you're saving somebody's life by giving them CPR, I feel like you're golden, right? Like, yeah. Okay. can I, this is semi-related, but sort of unrelated. This is an issue I have in the world. Okay. So when you learned CPR, yep. like in a first aid class or something, yep. you probably also learned the Heimlich maneuver at the same time, right? Yeah. So, you know how that works. You find like you go like it's like what? Like three fingers down from the bottom of the rib cage. And then you, th- you honestly, I don't hug even know behind I, and then you go so in long. and up, in and up, in and up. Really?
1: I know that you put the person in front of you and go like that. Yeah. But I wouldn't know where to go. Well, like, I'd I would probably mean,
0: you'd probably do, it wrong. do a good guess. I okay. mean, you're not going to do it wrong. But my, here's my point. All of a sudden, like, I want to say probably two years ago, people were like, oh, hey, by the way, you're not supposed to do the Heimlich maneuver anymore. Now you're supposed to whack them them on the back. And I'm like, how are they going to get the message out to everybody? Also... Who are they?
1: Also, if you really want an interesting, fascinating listen, there is a podcast. And I I can't remember, but I'm assuming it's Radiolab because all fascinating are end mm-hmm. up being Radiolab at some point. But there is one about the history of the Heimlich Maneuver guy. Yeah. And there are some amazing, uh, fascinating things about the Heimlich guy and how we all ended up
0: doing doing the Heimlich Heimlich,
1: and how you're not supposed to be doing the Heimlich. But then again, I don't want to tell people what they should or shouldn't be doing because I don't know. I'm not a professional and people out there who are first aid professionals should probably call in so that we can give out the right information and not do fake news.
0: I'm just saying like I learned the Heimlich maneuver when I was very young and I have had to use it before. And uh, when my own children have choked on a food item, the thing I'm thinking in my mind isn't, oh, I think I read a story in a publication that said don't do the Heimlich maneuver. I'm like, I'm going to go to my first aid training and I'm going to give the dang Heimlich. And I do.
1: Can we go to Rebecca? Because she's got some insight on the Heimlich maneuver.
0: Hi, Rebecca. We've got just about a minute. All right. So the thing is, you should still do Heimlich maneuver. You should not pat them on the back because that could cause it to get whatever's in there lodged more lodged further yeah, in. yeah that's what i thought like maneuver it pushes airflow from their stomach or gut upward you know, and it hopefully it will launch it out as we learned at valley fair pop until they drop
1: oh pop until they drop
0: you either wait or do you hind maneuver them until something pops out or until they they drop and lose consciousness then you start cpr Interesting. Oh, wow. okay. All right. We've
1: learned so much, Rebecca. Rebecca thank you for thank you. spreading wisdom today.
0: That was good.
1: See? Pop until you drop. Don't listen to us. That also kind of sounds like a party. Pop,
0: Pop until, until you, you drop. Pop until you drop,
1: except we're talking about people
0: oh, sorry. That's going not
1: unconscious. Not
0: but that was my understanding, too, was that whacking on the back actually could make the thing get lodged in there faster. Oh. I had a babysitter, though, once. That was like, yeah, you're not, we're not supposed to do the Heimlich maneuver. And I'm like, um, how about I tell you in my house, which maneuver to do <laughs> to save the life of my child? Yeah. Oh, it is scary though. I'm telling you, you think you'll never have to use it when you, when you're learning it in first aid, it Maybe is, we should
1: get like an expert on, we should to talk about like what to do.
0: I'm serious. Because I
1: don't know what to do.
0: I'm serious. All right, let's do
1: it. Because no, I, I mean, think I'm serious is, too. That's why I said it. But
0: I'm serious. No, but
1: I'm more serious.
0: But I think there is a lot of misinformation out there. And I'm still like, listen, I'm pro Heimlich. Do what you do your thing, but I'm just saying. All right. Do you want a quick little uh, news you can use? Yeah, of course. Um, ladies, if you have acne, you might want to blame your protein powder. Uh, why? Mm, because. Science! Science. Okay, so. Here's the deal. Uh, dermatologists have been studying acne and what causes acne. And what they're finding is a lot of women specifically are reacting to the whey protein that they use, the powder that they use for their post-workout. Uh, and they say that when you drink that whey protein, it actually uh, it triggers production of sebum oil. Which ends up clogging your pores and then can lead to acne. So if you're big on your protein drinks and you're suffering from acne. Be careful. You might want to take a look at that.
1: All right. There you go. Good to know.
0: Science, news you can use. All right. When we come back, oof, Bradley had to learn a tough lesson. Mm-hmm. And that lesson was who in his home is the keeper of the TV knowledge. We're going to hear all about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My 107.1. 1071.